Welcome back to New York Currents. I'm David Glenn. In previous editorials, we described how, with its cancel culture and goal to divide society into the oppressors and the oppressed, the new radical left differs sharply from the liberal movement of the 1960s. We showed how the radical left of today is closer to authoritarianism than it is to the original concepts of liberalism and freedom. We'd like to now offer some current examples of how the radical left is out to lunch. Let's start with Tracy Stone Manning, whom Congress, primarily Democrats, recently confirmed as director of the Federal Bureau of Land Management, overseeing some 245 million acres of federal land. Okay, that's fine. But there are two aspects in her background that have been played down by the liberal media. First, when she was a student at the University of Montana, she typed an anonymous letter to the U.S. Forest Service warning of widespread tree spiking in an Idaho forest. This was the practice of eco-terrorists of inserting hundreds of metal spikes into trees to thwart attempts <clears throat> by loggers to cut down trees. The technique resulted in injuries to unsuspecting loggers, in one case breaking the jaw of one logger. She said in the letter that some 500 pounds of 10-inch metal spikes had been inserted into the trees because, quote, this piece of land is very special to the earth. It is home to elk, which, by the way, she now hunts, deer, mountain lions, birds, which she also hunts, and especially <clears throat> the trees, unquote. She ended the letter with, quote, you bastards go in there anyway, and a lot of people could get hurt, unquote. I guess saving a tree is more important than injuring or killing a human. Stone Manning claimed during a trial of the eco-terrorist that she associated with that she simply was warning the feds about the spiking to prevent injuries. She did not explain, though, why she hadn't sent any warnings before the spikes were actually pounded in. Maybe it was because she was active in many practices of Earth First, a reported eco-terrorist group. Neither did Stone Manning explain why, also as a young activist, she described the earth as being overpopulated by too many consumers and that the U.S. should adopt a policy of limiting families to no more than two children, a practice that even communist China has now abandoned. The National Wildlife Federation, for which Stone Manning had worked, in a glowing endorsement of her, mentioned that she was from a, quote, big Navy family, unquote. We wonder how many of her consuming brothers and sisters she thinks should not have been born. And speaking of births, let's look at another pet project of the radical left the fight for so-called abortion rights, what they call the right of a woman to her own body. Well, let's examine this for a moment. 
we're not talking about the women's woman's body alone. We're talking about the other body, or in the case of twins, two bodies, within her. And the logic of this argument fails <clears throat> when the left advocates that everyone should be required to take a vaccine. Now, forcing a woman to inject a substance into her body, regardless of how beneficial it may be, certainly doesn't permit her to make her own decision about her body. Then there's the concept of a so-called right to abortion. Even conservative media nonchalantly use the phrase protesting for abortion rights without thinking. Where exactly does the supposed right come from? The Supreme Court in the landmark Roe v. Wade decision decided there was a right to privacy in the Constitution, which they then extrapolated to extend to abortions. The problem is, there's no mention at all in the Constitution or Declaration of Independence of privacy or abortion. The rights that the founders enumerated included the, quote, inalienable rights endowed by their creator, among them life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, why are these rights denied a developing child? It's true, it is true, that when abortion was illegal, many women did resort to coat hangers and filthy black back alleys. It's also true that the rich could always get an abortion through private doctors. And it was true that many government officials who enforced the laws against abortion, privately secured them for their daughters or girlfriends. But the solution to this hypocrisy did not lie in permitting a woman to kill her developing child anytime she felt like it. The answer is to pass parallel legislation that if abortion is illegal and the mother does not want to or is not able to keep the child once born, the healthcare apparatus and the government should make sure that the child is cared for through adoption or other means. Abortion is another issue among many that reveals President Biden's hypocrisy. He has often said that he is a devout Catholic, while a key tenet of Catholicism as well as Judaism is that the developing child is a human being and should not be grabbed out of the womb and treated as medical waste or, as is the practice of Planned Parenthood, sold for its body parts. I thank you for listening to this editorial. I know that if I had attempted to present these ideas on virtually any college campus, I would be escorted, if not tossed, out. We would really like to hear from you. Do you agree or disagree? Agree with some parts of this and not others? Let us know at 917 755 6971 or at nycurrents at gmail.com. That's 917 755 6971 or nycurrents at gmail.com.